Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, have this text concerning the carbon tax. Says, Rob, not a single person I know is in favor of the carbon tax, for one. And I have seen polls that are way different than those you just said. Well, here's the thing. The polls I've seen all pretty much say the same thing. A whole lot of Albertans don't like the carbon tax. I don't know why that's difficult to believe. The notion that 100% of Albertans don't like the carbon tax, that seems like a real stretch. The last one I saw was back in the fall, so it was before it took effect. It was from uh, Think HQ, so a different polling firm found that 63% either somewhat or strongly disapprove of the carbon tax. And again, about the same, only about a third of Albertans somewhat or strongly support the carbon tax. And so those numbers haven't really moved, so it's no big surprise. And I think you'd find about the same. Now, different polls, when you look at the parties, show different numbers. But NDP support is typically somewhere between 20 and 30%. So that's more or less the, the base of left-wing voters that they're kind of starting from. So I think you would find some people maybe in these polls that don't mind the carbon tax but are not necessarily supportive of the NDP. Probably not a lot. But there are, I think there are some. The people who support the NDP support the carbon tax and vice versa. That should come as no surprise. Obviously, the NDP won a majority government in the last election. I, I suspect there are some who have some buyer's remorse. Some who voted NDP. But for the most part, I think people who voted NDP probably knew what they were getting. The NDP is a known quantity. They didn't just come out of nowhere here, folks. Or at least we should have known what we were getting. Uh, But I think they they do have a a core base of of those left-wing, center-left votes. And so it's not a big surprise that those people would say that they support the carbon tax. But it's also no surprise that a lot of Albertans don't like the carbon tax. And once again, this shows that the vast majority of Albertans don't like the carbon tax. So it seems odd to get uh, bent out of shape when the poll's not showing 100% opposition to the carbon tax. And if there are other polls that have been done on the carbon tax that are out there, by all means, bring them to my attention. I'll be happy to pass them along. Uh, In the meantime, though, some uh, thoughts from you on the carbon tax and uh, support for it, or lack thereof. Again, 403-974-TALK is our number. Let's say hi to William. William, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Real good. Hey, so when this carbon tax goes up again next year, mm-hmm. and more and more people start burning wood in their houses and their fireplaces, doesn't that defeat the purpose of having clean-burning natural gas? Um, well, yeah, people start doing that, because you're right. You can burn all the wood you want, and you're not going to pay a carbon levy, and if... People are doing that instead of using natural gas. We would be worse off, yeah. Yeah, that's my opinion, and it's going to start happening. Same as when you tax anything too much. People find alternatives. Right. Well, I mean, I I guess. Look, I I have a natural gas stove at home. I I like having it. I prefer it to to an electric stove. I don't really see how I could make use of a wood stove. 
That, that would be a really awkward switch for me to make. I just mean like your fireplace or what stove in your living room to heat your home, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That would cut your costs, mm-hmm. and then you're getting heat and complete combustion. And it's right. creating quite a bit of carbon. Anyway, yeah, I'll certainly would. I'm not in favor of the carbon tax at all. Okay. Well, appreciate the phone call. Uh, let's get uh, Jerry in here. Jerry, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Rob. Um, yeah, I'd, for, first off, I'm opposed to this carbon tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they want to put one in, I don't know why they couldn't wait till the federal one kicks in and leave ours out of it. And the other thing is this whole thing about B.C. and their emissions tax. Well, records have shown that their emissions are up. So it hasn't worked there. And there's also was an article in National Post last week how BC is doing some oh, accounting things and tax things going on that it's actually uh, taken away from the whole purpose of their emissions tax. Well, I think so, maybe you're referring there was a, a Fraser Institute study that suggested maybe the BC carbon tax wasn't fully revenue neutral because they were factoring some tax cuts that occurred before yeah, the carbon yeah. tax was brought in. Um, well, and it's interesting because the B.C. government just tabled its latest budget yesterday and they're continuing to, to reduce other taxes. In fact, in the next couple of years, uh, it'll be uh, revenue neutral the other way. That, yeah, but not us. The taxes will be. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the point. But yeah, taxes will be cut you know. more than what the uh, carbon tax in B.C. is bringing in. Yeah. And the thing is, if it's supposed to be bringing down emissions, well, it's not that's not that part of it's not working. So I don't know how it's going to work here. And also, giving back these rebates, if you're giving people their money back, how? Where, what's the incentive of, of trying to cut back uh, to save money if you're just going to get money for it from the government? So uh, I don't know. It, it's all it, To me, it seems like a big cash grab, uh, cash cow of some sort. And uh, I guess it remains to be seen how it, how it all shakes out in the end. But uh, I, I really am very skeptical of it and you know, I have my wonders, so okay. I don't know. Yeah, Jerry, yeah. well, you're not alone. Appreciate the phone call, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the rebates are a lump sum, so they're not really linked to consumption on the one hand. So, I mean, that, that point's been raised. Is there still an incentive? I, I think there still is. If you've got opportunities to, to make changes and save money, why wouldn't you? I mean, if you got a pay raise tomorrow or if the government cut your taxes tomorrow, you would obviously still, if you could, save money when you're buying certain things you would. If you've got two gas stations on Main Street near your house and one gas station is selling gas for five or ten cents more than the other, just because you got a raise or you got a, a tax cut, you're still going to go for the cheaper gas. So, yeah, look, the incentive to save money is there regardless if it's feasible for people to do so. I think one of the concerns about the carbon tax, even if you take away the rebates or any of that, how easy is it for people to make these changes? I got to heat my house, got to drive to work, got to drive the kids to school. Where am I supposed to cut back? But there's still an incentive. I don't think the rebates or if they were offsetting tax cuts, I don't think that takes away the incentive because the incentive exist in and of itself. It's an incentive to save money, to do this instead of that and save money. Why wouldn't you? Let's go back to the phone. So this is uh, Lloyd. Lloyd, go ahead. Hey, Rob. Yeah, speaking of incentives, I guess they have incentivized me to change the way I do things. Um, for instance, with the, the uh, dollar one and a gigajoule in, uh, 
in uh, natural gas increase, mm-hmm. which amounted, I think one of your callers said, you know, almost a 50% increase on his bill. Um, I, I'm a contractor type person. I uh, heat my shop when I have to in the winter to work on stuff, stuff breaks. Uh, up until now, I had been using uh, 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 gas, clean burning gas, propane actually. Uh, the price of that's gone through the roof on me, so I went and built uh, an oil burner stove. And I'm going to, rather than, uh, I used to take all my equipment into oil changes at uh, like a Mr. Lube or something, because uh, getting rid of the oil, waste oil was a problem. I'm just going to burn it now to heat my shop. So actually, if they're trying to get me to cut back on carbon emissions, any carbon product that I buy, I'm going to burn it till it goes out the stack. All right. Well, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, by the way, just looking on the uh, uh, the Direct Energy website, uh, the natural gas price, and they they obviously they were a lot more not that long ago. And the the plummet in natural gas prices has also had a big effect on Alberta's bottom line. But yeah, uh, natural gas has been uh, pretty cheap for a while. In fact, in uh, April or May of last year, bottomed out at less than a dollar, about seventy nine cents a gigajoule. You have to go all the way back to, let's see, back in 2014. Uh, in July of 2014, it was 578 a gigajoule. Uh, so, yeah, just even in the last few months, it's bounced up and down. October 2016, 265 a gigajoule. November 2016, it was up to 330 a gigajoule. Then in December, it was down to 257 a gigajoule. Up again in January to 375. And then... In February, down again to 264, which is interesting because, yeah, the carbon levy on, on natural gas works out to about a dollar one a gigajoule. And the price of natural gas from January to February has come down about a dollar per gigajoule. All right, 403 974 8255 is our number. Quick break here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Olympic bid, what seems to me to be a somewhat skewed survey. This is Afternoons on News Talk 770. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.